was raised by the wolves. I was raised by. I was raised by. All right, folks, we're back with another edition of the Red and White Finance Podcast. Will, are your IRA set up now? Not yet, not yet. I had to pause so we could get this hot, hot podcast done first. All right, so. I'm also joined with Will and Matt Co joins us again. Matt, how are you doing? I am doing phenomenal outside of that loss. Yes. So speaking of that loss, is there any hope for the basketball team? Matt, is there any hope for this basketball team? Um, so I actually put this out in a tweet. Um, I think at this point you're now on a four game losing streak. I think Honestly, you just have to prepare for the ACC tournament and try to get the best seed you possibly can in that. And then, you know, fingers crossed, see what happens. I agree. Will, is there any hope for this basketball team? Well, I was I was I was hoping Matt was going to keep vamping for a minute because I couldn't remember where we actually were in the schedule. That's how checked out of basketball. Oh, I can keep going. I, I can go on this team for days. Well, like, OK, so we've got I'm just taking a quick look, right? Wake. Cuse, UVA, BC, Cuse, Duke, Pitt, Wake, Pitt, Notre Dame, PT. I mean, when you guys hear that, I know we're on a four-game losing streak, but outside of UVA, does anyone scare you in that run? Syracuse. Yeah? Syracuse, yeah. They're playing really, really well. They just dominated Virginia Tech um, in very convincing fashion. Um, Syracuse definitely... um, Pitt, Pitt's playing really well. Um, Justin Cham- Champigny, I think that's how you say his last name. Um, he's playing ACC Player of the Year type of basketball. And seeing as we can't guard anybody, he likely will put up about 40 points against us. Um, so, yeah, there, there definitely is a couple of games that, I, that I'm at least worried about. So that's four losses. <laughs> okay. Now tell me this. What do we need to get to to actually get to the tournament? I remember there was like a qualifier, right? 13 wins. Do you mean the NCAA tournament? Because- <laughs> NCAA. I mean, I'm assuming we're not going to pull a GT and like announce that we're not doing the ACC. I was, I was going to ask what tournament are you talking about? Um, a miracle for that one. But because, uh, uh, I mean, at this point, if we keep playing like we're playing, who knows if we even make the NIT, you know? Um, I mean, does the net matter this year? I guess we're still in, what, a 68 team uh, field? Uh, maybe yeah maybe well, all right let's let's back it up right so we're talking about the end right what's at the end of this tunnel is there light i, I don't know but, but looking at this team i you know there's some issues right i think there's some questions that i have around what is their offensive philosophy and why don't they rebound some things like that like am i Matt, what is your what is your take? Like, where do you think the biggest disconnect is? Like, watching this game, you know, you can point to a lot of things, but really, like, really, what does it boil down to? What's the issue? Um, so let's let's take a step back. I think we're all just kind of just you know mad that we haven't won a game in, in four games. Let's just take a step back. Going into this game, I don't know about you guys, but my hopes weren't high. Um, I, I didn't even think that we were going to play this game. When I woke up this morning, I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even assume that this game was going to be played. So you can't really go into a game like that feeling, you know, particularly good or, or even hopeful. Um, 
But I mean, there's there's so many holes with this team. You know, Braxton is our only point guard. If you really boil it down, I mean, Shaquille only played four minutes. Um, yeah. You know, Braxton's better off the ball, but at this point in in the team success, Braxton has to play on the ball because neither Cam Hayes or Shaquille Moore in the last three or so games have really played well. Um, you know, when Manny's not on the floor, we have no inside presence, and when Manny's on the floor. Even sometimes there's still no inside presence just because he can't block everything, um, even though sometimes it, it seems like it. Um, you know, I, I, I had texted you during the game outside of, of Braxton, Devin Daniels, Jericho Helms, and Manny, all veterans. You know, nobody really had a good game, and that's pretty much all you need to know with this team. We're young, and we're not proven, and it's going to take some time. I mean, you're seeing the freshmen have those freshmen – bumps if you will um come acc play so well what where, where are you where are you like where do you think this team is at mentally well i wish i had like a heart rate tracker on because i'm sure my my pulse probably didn't get above resting heart rate during this one um yeah yeah you know it's weird to be like at this point in the season and just be kind of in dgaf mode um but, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. It's weird, though, because uh, I was just kind of writing down some topics for us to hit today. And we were talking about it in the chat, I think, too. We were still in this game, like, pretty late. Like, we were down six at several points. Um, and I don't know if this is a comment about just this team or just strategy in general from Keats. But, you know, you see UNC really effectively... Um, sometimes at random times employ that half court trap and they earn extra possessions out of it. And I noticed late in the game with about two minutes left, we finally ran some trap and it resulted in a quick turnover and we were going down the court. I just don't feel like we do that enough uh, with this team. We don't make smart decisions to find efficient points, I guess is what I would say. So I don't know if that's a Keats issue just a general iq issue with this team but we we don't make it easy um that's for sure yeah you know it's funny my my old man just texted me and usually is not very um uh positive (laughs) he's just one of the classic old state fans just gets real disgruntled but he he actually just said something that made me think he said they looked unorganized. And I think that was a good way for me to describe how I feel this team is right now. Like, I don't feel like there's any flow offensively. I think they're relying on turnovers. And if a team is not doing that, then they're, again, unorganized. And I think that's the same same thing defensively. And it's the little things that really, that really frustrate me. It's the... You know, not boxing out, right? That that's just a, such a middle school fundamental that this team and, and just all of Keith's teams don't do very well. You know, right? Carolina's big, I get it, but you can at least put the effort in to put a body on somebody. And when Carolina is playing harder defensively than you, I think you have a real issue. And I think that's what if that's what it seemed like today. I don't know if that is effort or if it is because they are un, they're unorganized. And I just it's I, I just don't know where to go with that, right? I, I don't know what what to think of it. You know, I, I think Keats will figure it out, and, and I'll 
transition to where I was going at some point with that. But I don't know, man. They just they just don't look cohesive. I and mean, maybe it is lack of leadership, right? Maybe there's nobody being the floor general. Maybe there's nobody, you know, just telling guys to, you know, settle down or do this or do that, right? Like, is there a leadership issue here? Like, what do you think, Matt? Um, I think, I think one thing that comes to mind for me, at least, is I don't think that we have a dog. You know, I don't think that we have a guy that just give me the ball, get out of my way. And like, I'm going to go get us a bucket, you know, Shaquille Moore, that that's prototype. He, he, he in himself is a dog, but if you're relying on your freshman point guard, who is in this game only had four minutes to be a dog. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? Um, I, I like that you said, you know, we're, we're relying too much on turnovers, which I don't, I don't mind. I like that play style, but the fact that we're relying on turnovers and at the half, it was an eight to five turnover uh, differential in favor of Carolina. So you're not even doing your, your number one priority thing. Right. Well, like, what are you, what are you really doing? You know? And, and I thought the offense played great um, for the most part, at least. Um, But I, I think everything started from that three minute mark in the first half. After after three minutes, I think they had just came back from a timeout. Ever since then, they Carolina they made four of their last five to close out the half, um, and and they didn't look back. and And nobody on state looked hungry enough to get it. Now DJ had a, had a, a flash of you know putting the team on his back, and like you said, we were within six, which is great. You know, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, hit a three, maybe get a stop. Now it's a one possession game, um, but. For the most part, you know, DJ really didn't have all that great of a game. Um, let me see. He, he was four for nine, so not not bad, but 14 points, four rebounds. He had six for nine for free throw. So not a bad game for sure, but not, you know, stereotypical DJ Funderburg because typically he does pretty well against Carolina. But, I mean, you know, credit to Carolina and their big man. Baycott, you've seen him get better. Um, I, I, I mentioned this. Um, in in a tweet, I, I I was I wasn't disappointed in the loss. Like I said, I didn't even think we were going to play this game. I'm just disappointed in the fact that we're not getting better. We're still having the same yeah. same just outcome. You know, we're not forcing a lot of turnovers, and we're still turning the ball over a lot. Um, no assists. We only had nine assists in in the in the game total. Um, the three point shooting got better, but you know, not much better. <laughs> So I think that's a I think that's a great point, right? Not getting better. I think that's to me that's that's kind of where I that's kind of where I stand, right? I feel like this team is hasn't improved, and overall, like the expectations, it's it feels weird. I was talking to a Syracuse fan this morning, and avid basketball watcher, and the same thing is just like you know this season just feels like meh, like doesn't feel like anybody cares, you know, and I think. I kind of, kind of feel like with that with this game, like it was a state Carolina game, and there was really no conversation about it all week. There was no, and I guess you know the I flex didn't even of, mention the, it. I didn't even yeah, mention it. Yeah, we didn't even pod. record. Like right? yeah, yeah. There's maybe we didn't know it was gonna be played. I don't. I don't know, but yeah. I think that's a good way to say it. Not getting better. Well, do you well, think? Well, you had asked. Go ahead, Will. Let's yeah, go I was going to say, do you think they're not getting better? Because I mean, think about it like this, right? Starting lineup was Helms, Funderburg, Beverly, Allen, Daniels. Those guys are all pretty baked at this point, right? 
yeah. you know, they're, they're all, they all seem like they've kind of peaked in their college career. So I guess I'm not surprised that that group's not doing better. And I'm also not surprised. I mean, I guess if we wanted to see improvement throughout the year, we should be having the freshman guards starting the game, in my opinion. Like, this game should have been start with Cam Hayes instead of Allen in there and let Hayes, Beverly, Thunderbird, Kellums, Daniels start the game. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I, I, I texted you and, and I said, I think Hayes needs to start every game because he is going to start every game after this season. So we might as well, you know, get him, get him ready for seasons to come. And, and that was my other question, right? Now, do these guys get the free year? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in theory, these guys could all, in theory, return. I mean, you're not expecting that for Thunderbird. So, yeah, exactly. That was going to be my point is why don't you set up for – having the same roster composition so that they're fully greased going into next year. I mean, same thing. Like, I mean, I, I just, I think Beverly and Daniels in particular are so much better when they're off the ball and not having to do everything. So why not just do that? Like, I feel like we all got really excited early on in the season because the freshmen were contributing and they were contributing well. Now maybe these guys are starting to kind of hit the wall. I, I don't know. Um, but like we're six and five, we're two and four in the conference, kind of the point earlier, it's kind of unknown if we're going to get to the NCAA tournament. Like, I mean, it, it seems unrealistic, right? So why don't you just start prepping? Like Matt was saying, prep to try to have a big ACC tournament run and having everybody firing all cylinders instead of like Shaq Moore needs more than four minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. A, a guy that shined against Carolina. If anybody deserves a lot of minutes in this game, it's the guy that pretty much won it for you with 17 points in their last outing yeah. against Carolina. So, I, but yeah. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, uh, you know, I feel like for somebody who wants, like, you know, Keats wants to play that high pressure defense, right? And for his best high pressure defender, Shaq Moore, to get four minutes. It feels like a disconnect in messaging there and a disconnect in the leadership. That that makes me, I I don't know, like roll with your freshmen. I get it. I agree with what you guys are saying. Like they're going to make some mistakes, but this team is making mistakes anyway. So at least get them some mileage under the, you know, get them some snaps. What you're saying in football, like put the freshmen on the field, let them learn a little bit. I would put them in. I, I would say this, you know, building off to what you just said, I would rather us lose this game by, you know, 10 or, you know, whatever the last score was. I would rather lose that game knowing that Hayes and Moore got a whole lot of minutes rather than our seniors get a whole lot of minutes because, like you said, they're baked. They're, they are what they are. They're not going to get any better. Um, and, I, and I think the reason we're not improving is because we don't have anybody on the team that elevates another person's game. And so yeah. – you know, it's. It, I would rather lose by thirty with our freshmen out there and learn and see some flashes out of them rather than just burying them on the bench. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Well, you wanted to talk about half court traps. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I guess what I wanted to say is, you know, one thing I always respect about uh, Roy Williams is he does several things really well. I think you, I don't know if we were talking about in the chat or not. Right. But the speed that they get a um, bucket made shot, like back in position. I don't know. I'm, it's my yeah. brain is kind of fried. Right. The, like they do that. Like it's like, that's part of their job. It's obviously coach. They try to get as much time 
to score as possible. They are very efficient in generating points and, and not letting you get set up. Right? How many times in this game did you see us make a bucket and then the ball within three seconds was down the court and they're pushing while we were still in transition D? So yep. that and you know the way they do the the traps, right? Like I bitch about it all the time. Like you know it's coming at some point, and every time it comes, state looks so unprepared. You know, so they're very effective in doing that. And my whole point is, you know, you look at the score a couple times late in the game, we're down six, and I keep thinking to myself, we could be down two, we could be down three if we just generated these extra possessions in in efficient scoring opportunities, the way that Roy Williams seems to generate just throughout his whole career with his guys. So I, I thought I was thinking about that. And then I made this comment about punting down 20, where it's just like Keats doesn't seem to recognize when the clock is running out and that he's got to change it up and, and go for a win. Instead, he seems like, all right, well, there's four minutes left in the game. I'm sure we'll generate a couple more opportunities. Like he's not thinking it, there doesn't seem to be a, we need to go for broke at this point, right? Like we're probably losing this game anyways, why don't we start using these fouls to disrupt these possessions, save time and get us opportunities to shoot threes like that? Just, just like higher level thinking doesn't seem to be happening in our in our game plans. I think he wants. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think he he's going to live or die with his his style of play. Right. And he doesn't have the guys right now to do that. And and I, I agree with you. I think I I'm not sure how to say this without sounding like a jackass, but I don't think he's a tactician, right? He's just not a basketball savant in that regards, right? He's not going to play that way, I don't think. I don't think he's going to coach his guys to play that way, right or wrong. I just that I'm not surprised that we don't see that, but I just think it's how he is, right? Yeah. I don't I don't know. I got we got some questions here from people. I was going to ask Matt, what are the realistic expectations for the rest of the season? Um, well, I mean, I, I hate to sound like a downer and just say you know give up hope, but I, I'm I'm in that that uh, that mode of you know there's not really a whole lot of games in the in the regular season that even with wins you know convinces the committee to put us in the tournament. So that's why I was saying prepare you know for the. Um, for the ACC tournament and try to, to mm-hmm. build a couple of pretty solid wins. Um, you know, at this point, win the games that you're supposed to win, you know, win against Wake Forest. That should be at least a double digit win. That should be a 10 point win. And, and that's because Wake is bad right now and you're the better team. You're the more athletic team. They're more talented. Win that game, win against Boston college. Um, you know, I could see us maybe, um, beating Pitt if we if we play well enough but who knows but like I said just at this point win the games that you're supposed to win don't lose any more games that you know you're not supposed to lose uh, because at this point your back's against the wall um, you, you got to put together some type of winning and give hope for at least the tournament speaking of hope uh, Florida State is up 35 on Clemson right now 10 minutes ago in the second half how am I falling apart <laughs> 66 to 31. Florida State's still not ranked. Clemson is falling apart, man. I'll tell you. I mean, they I I I bought into the hype early on, but I'm not surprised to see the gas kind of going low and they're running out of fumes. Wow. That's getting smoked right now. Yeah. I'm watching Duke and Louisville as we speak. Well, basically, right, Will, 
Well, this is what's left, right? I think the only quad one opportunity, if we're going to think, how do we get to the tournament, right? You have Syracuse, UVA, Pitt, and VT. I think those are the only games that, in theory, could qualify as quad ones. And we're 0-3. I think we're like 76th or something like that right now. And yeah, in the net. So we're 0-3 in the road. We're 0-3 quad one. Everything else is fine. We don't have bad losses except for one quad three. So, <clears throat> I mean, in theory, if State got its shit together, it's got plenty of opportunities to at least get to a neutral quad one record. Um, and at that point, maybe your play is done enough to get you in. Um, I mean, I've seen nothing in the last few games to see that this team's heart is in it to do so. Um, right. I, and you know, part of it again, I think it's just, you're relying on pieces in the wrong way. Like Allen is not a starter. Like I was watching uh, one possession where he's playing defense and he just decides to watch someone take a three at the top of the key while his defender or his, you know, I mean, the guy he's defending just waltzes behind his back and catches the rebound and, and puts it right back in. Like yeah. you can't be relying on guys that don't even understand what to do on defense. I mean, he, he, his job is to come in, shoot and score. And he's currently doing that in an inconsistent manner. Um, so I think, you know, Keats either needs to just say, all right, I'm going to bank with, with the guys that can be playmakers or not. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like you lose a couple more, do you uh, take that preemptive, postseason ban and try to smoke off the the upcoming trial by fire or trial by combat with uh i can't remember the name of the board um what is the injury? yeah we've we've been saying that for a while like it it's, it's at first it started out as a joke but it's seriously like it's you do what everybody else is doing right you consider it and what's the what's the worst that can happen in that in that regards right it just yeah well, we win the ACC tournament, then can't go. <laughs> that would be that would be classic Wolfpack right there, Jesus. That would be classic Wolfpack. All right, before I switch topics here, does anybody have um, anything else on this game in particular? It didn't. It doesn't hurt. I guess it's just yeah. weird. Yeah, we are, we are, we got the the hard part out of the way. We we got the first win. You know, yeah. we we got the hard part out of the way. So even if we lost this game, it doesn't hurt us. You know, if we win it, it only helps us. But I'll be honest with you guys. Like you said, it didn't really feel like a Carolina State game. and Just kind of felt like another whatever game to me, honestly. All right. So one of the questions that was happening in the chat during the game was, and it was brought up because the announcers on TV said it, is this game a rivalry? Oh, my God. It's 32 to <sighs> 5. Roy Williams is kicking our ass and there are people people are saying <clears throat> James that it's not a rivalry like that's the same thing with like and I use the example Michigan and Ohio State Ohio State's kicking a tail out of Michigan every year it's still a rivalry right it's the teams don't like each other that's what it is Roy hates NC State that's the fact and for some reason we have two of the best coaches in the conference in each sport hating us. Dabo hates Dave and Roy hates NC State and they take it out on us whenever chance they can get. Right. Those guys are always ready to play this game. Yeah. So it's a rivalry. That's that's stupid, right? That should be my question. Is that a stupid comment that it's not a rivalry? Yes. Because isn't the whole saying um throw out the records, it's a rivalry? 
Like, right. <laughs> you know, if your current record that season doesn't matter, then your current record all time doesn't matter. If you hate each other, you hate each other. And that's yeah. what makes it a rivalry. That's that's all I, I want to see Keats hate Carolina more. Right. I want to see him. I want to see him get a little bit more. Tap into his little tap into his Chris Mack against Kentucky, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It seems like he brings it more for UVA and maybe that makes sense. Cause isn't he a Virginia native? Yes. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Right. Cause I aren't we, we've been far more competitive in UVA games than we have UNC games. Yeah. We play great against UVA. (laughs) That's going to be our next quad one win. I'm guaranteeing it. Keats has beat Carolina twice, right? Twice. Yes. Yep. Okay. It's, I well, don't remember how I many think, that was. Good. How I think, many of those wins were Godfrey and Low for Roy? Uh, well, one for Low, right? Okay. Well, I think another problem with you know always asking you know if this is a rivalry or not, and um, you know I, I found this really annoying. It's the recognition of of constant ACC. You know, just sucking up basically to to Carolina sports. Um, you know, Baycott. You know, he had a play on Manny Bates where he blocked the crap out of him. Incredible block, awesome block. I'm not taking anything away from that block. It was an amazing block. But Manny Bates had a had an ACC career high seven blocks at that point, and and nothing was said. You know. Nothing was was talked about, but but here comes the ACC basketball network Twitter, you know, just hyping this one block. You know, it's just that's why it's always questioned if it's a rivalry because state doesn't get any kind of recognition that Carolina does, even though NC State does half the things that they do. Yeah, I I think it's ridiculous. I I put that out before the game too. The ACC now news news and observer sports coverage put out an article this morning about how Carolina needs to respond in his game. And they only tagged, they only hashtagged it for UNC. They don't even bother to put the state hashtag, uh, a state hashtag into a tweet. Like it's just <laughs> so blatantly disrespectful yeah. and it just drives me yeah. effing crazy. Were you guys watching the game when um, the announcers, I, I thought they did a fine job, you know, nothing against them, but there was a point for like two or three minutes where they ran out of stuff to say about yeah, Carolina. I saw they were so they started they were praising talking about Roy the signature on the court. Did you guys catch oh, yes, that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Like what are we talking about right now, you know? <laughs> it's well, I will say this, that at least the announcer, I can't remember. I don't who I don't know who, who even the guys were that were on the call today, but they were talking about one point how like they were mocking a UNC player for trying yeah. to uh, square up and shoot on Manny. You know, so like it I mean, what you're talking about, Matt and Evan, is like this is what you get for nuking your program. You know, you you lost that time to build your brand all those years. And all right, we're perfect transition out of that hole in basketball. With that said, and with that said, boom. should <laughs> NC State dump everything That's- they have into football? I'm so glad you guys brought this up. I was actually going to mention it. Um, I think they should. Uh, You've seen more success, especially recently um, in the football program, and you haven't even tapped into what this football program could be. You know, we've seen the, the, the bare minimum. We're only scraping the, uh, the top, you know, the, or the bottom layer, you know, 
basketball has struggled and it's going to keep struggling until something changes. But right now the football team buy in. So let me rephrase this. No, are I we think, investing too I think much at this in point, basketball? And I'll clarify because that because the, I put it on Twitter and people got really got their panties in a wad when I really just meant the basketball teams have everything they need. Right. I think the men's and women's basketball teams both have everything they need. They have facilities, they have whatever. And playing coaching roulette, yeah, I think is re- is only 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 going to hurt this team. I think Keats is good enough that he'll figure it out eventually. And you don't want to waste that money trying to bring in the perfect coach. As much as I, I think there are some really good coaches out there, I, I think Keats will figure it out. Right? It, it might. I don't think it'll take him 19 years like it took Leonard Hamilton, but give him you know 10 years don't don't bother with him right he's he's gonna get it going in the right direction i think go so i want to build off that real quick and 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 i'm so sorry to cut you off will i I think i i think that is perfectly stated so i i hear everybody you know after a loss especially right now saying you know fire keats we got to get rid of keats keats is terrible okay so you want to fire keats all right now we're looking at a situation where we come in with a new head coach, with a new game plan, with a new roster, and Coach K, Roy, and Leonard Hamilton are on their way out in the next three or five years. Yeah. I want to be ahead of the game when they retire. I don't want to be on our new coach when, when they retire. I want to be with with a program that, that is, is molded already. I don't want to have to rebuild with them. I, I want to be ahead of them. But go ahead, Will. Oh yeah. So, I mean, what I, I, I'm, oh, man, we're all like, yes, we're so excited about this topic. And I was, because I've been thinking about this stupid analogy <laughs> for an hour. Um, but I think I look at Kevin Keats because I've been wasting all morning looking at investment stuff. Kevin Keats is that low cost mutual fund, index fund, whatever, right? Put the money in there and forget about it. It's going to have good years. It's going to have bad years. It's going to generally perform well. Okay. To your point, Matt, Exactly. UNC right now has had two back-to-back rough, bad years. Duke is having a bad year, a down year, right? You're seeing those programs look like they've hit their apex and are coming down. Just ride the wave with Keats. He's got guys coming in. He's starting to recruit better. And at least this year, you know, everyone can bitch about Thomas Allen all they want. The, the, the transfer usage looks better. The team composition looks better. Just let it ride. It's not worth spending any more money on new coaching staff, buyouts, whatever. The basketball facilities are great. They've got everything they need yeah, around give them. Give Keats the, what Just he needs to cook. maybe – I don't know if he needs to, <laughs> to get better assistance, but make sure he has what he needs. But he doesn't need that much more in regards to money. I don't, I don't think. I think he's got – that's fine. Like, yeah, we I mean, can, maybe we can get some, some bag, man. I, I'm, I'm fully okay with that. That doesn't come out of your budget, right? That doesn't come out of the women's softball team's budget. I mean, we can, we right? can, uh, we can hire somebody from Notre Dame. Maybe we'll get that done. Well, I was going to say the real question is, are, are, are our guys putting money in Bojangles bags, Chick-fil-A bags, cookout trays? Yeah, How are we doing yeah. it at NC state? I'll Bojangles. give that credit to Mac. He it's said it in, in, uh, in the chat It's definitely bow bags. We, we wouldn't roll with cookout trays or McDonald's bags. It's, this is bow bags. <laughs> bow bags in Bitcoin is how I'm handling it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine? Someone's got to do that, right? Just slide. A, so a here's what they're saying. Bitcoin uh, password. I heard a national podcast was talking about like all the shady recruiting stuff that happens, and they're saying that it all comes through with gift cards and casino coins, casino chips. I'm like, I would have never have thought, but yeah, that makes sense. Just bring it to a casino, cash it in, or yeah. I mean, any yes, any professional money laundering tactic. Well, that's that's really I what mean, we need to elevate these doing it already. We need better bagmen. <laughs> so if you're listening, be a better bagman. So, so okay. Now this is the other side of that equation, right? We say you should invest more in football. Okay, so let's say we start investing more in football. We're averaging eight, nine wins with Doran. At what point does a fan base that already seems kind of fickle anyways start saying, I'm investing all I'll this damn yeah, money I mean, and we're I, only getting I would love to wins? be in that position. Like, Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. And I think part of that is, I think part of that is perception, right? Because we've had the nine win seasons before and yeah. it's easy to break down if you look at the schedules and those sorts of things, right? You can pick them apart. It's not like you, you won nine wins oh, yeah. beating – you know, good teams and your best day's best win Liberty or Louisville or one of those games, right? It's, it's arguable. So I I get why people are fickle about it. So you have to get to that point where you're not just winning those games, but you're good. Right. And people know when they see a good football team, right? Yeah. It's sometimes the question is, I think the way we need to start thinking it uh, to be smarter fans is, is it, is it yeah. eight or nine regular season wins or is it total, right? Because I think when you get eight wins, you're still just on the cusp of having a good season. When you're nine regular season wins, that means you're in a threat for a big, big move, good rankings. And I think that if we did start putting more money in, I think that would, what I would say is the expectation is this. You've got to be consistently yeah, getting that I, I agree. I think, yeah, wins. nine regular season wins. That's that's the number. I think that's the number Dave's got to shoot for this year. But I think what I mean also by that is if you look around the landscape of college sports and how it's changed over the last 10, 20 years, like being good at wrestling, being good at women's basketball, it doesn't do that. It doesn't do anything for your university. As much as I I enjoy having teams that win, right, and it's great what Wes Moore is doing. He's fantastic. If you get that same production out of football, it brings everybody up. It brings out more money. Gives everybody better facilities. It just everything just improves. It's the SEC model, right? Clemson's followed that model. A lot of schools are are doing it because it's obvious. And do what you can to make your football program relevant, and everything else is going to improve. Like the, the one of the examples we used in the chat this afternoon was Baylor. Like Baylor was terrible at sports, uh, uh, major sports, right? They were good at the Olympic sports for a long time. Art Browse brings that program out of the dust and makes them a nationally relevant football program. And come dragging along years later, Baylor basketball, you know, they've been good for the last five, seven years, right? And good. They're top five this year, right? So they're good. It's just, it's dragging them along. It's pick, it's lifting everybody up. And I think that's how we need to focus. Let me ask you this: <laughs> Since we're using Baylor, um, is it worth the two major ass that's scandals a, that that's they a had? Loaded question. Yes, without the sexual assaults. <laughs> like, 
I'm just saying, let's if if yes, the, it, if the yeah. success is there without the sexual assaults. I mean, even what was the what was the See, nobody remembers. Thing, right? It doesn't matter. They're good now. <laughs> what, what what happened there? It doesn't matter. It was a murder. They're good now. It involved a nobody murder. <laughs> You don't hear them talk about Baylor murdering people anymore. It's just like uh, it know. just doesn't matter. It's the news cycle so fast, especially now that all you hear about is they're good, they're relevant. Just let it right. be known. I mean, they're, mur- they're murdering on the court and on the field. Oh no, so that's all that matters. <laughs> oh man, I'm backing away from all the right. computer. Well, that's what. That's where, that's where I think we'll leave it for this one. I think that's. No, but- that's right. Oh, sorry, I, mean, I think ahead. we're all in, the, in agreement here. Like, I, I'm not going to abandon ship. I'm going to watch the basketball games. It's enjoyable. I have to change my expectations that maybe this team is it's not great. They're not there yet. I think Keats is going to figure it out. And I really like what Matt said is that you want to be there in you know a few years when all these coaches are stepping down. And if you believe that Keats can put your program in that position to be successful when that door opens – I think he can, then, you know, roll with it. <laughs> what, what is that one? <laughs> what is that one, Will? Yeah. Okay. Kevin Keats is occasionally a yes. winner. I was debating between occasionally or usually. <laughs> like, and that's all I ask. Like, the thing is, like, I think yeah. in basketball, just don't embarrass us. Just try hard. I mean, you know, it's frustrating watching the guys kind of lollygag at times. But I'm, you know... In general, this year with COVID and everything, I'm giving everyone a pass, right? Like it's it's got to be hard to be going really hard for four or five games, right, and then lose two weeks. Like, you know, not everyone. How is FSU, FSU not ranked? I, guess, I don't understand but, that. No. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, that. All right, folks, be. that's all they we got. Absolutely have to be Matt. Thanks for joining us. Will, thanks for joining me. Listen, uh, you can catch Matt Red Solo Sports. At underscore Matt Co. Did I say that one right? I got it backwards last time, I think. Follow Matt. Got big things coming. Thanks for listening, as always. Go Pack.